I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're right. <laughs> you're not savvy. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, this is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from the Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. Mm-hmm. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. I'm Abby. Um, so this week, have we had a gap now? Yeah, we've had a. Yeah, I think. Oh so. no, we haven't had a gap. We recorded no, one we last time. It. Yeah, we're all Night. fine. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. Oh, did we, oh, we did publish it. Yeah, uh, well, we haven't yet, actually. But oh. by the time they hear this, we, we will have. We'll have published it. Yeah, I but we didn't publish it. Pu- we, we would have published it. So we yes. are a week behind. I actually really. Well, we are a week. We're two weeks. To the listeners, they'll have they'll have had missed two weeks, but then they'll have just had an episode oh, last week. I'm sure this is I see. So, thrilling to listen yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, the, yeah. We're so back. That's fine. Anyway. We're back, yeah. yeah. And we were back last week. Back from our turn. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, any corrections or any announcements or anything from last week? No. No, I but would like to announce that Rick's hair is particularly floofy today. Oh, is it? That's good yeah. voluminous, though. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. voluminous. I, unfortunately, your like, hair is good, but a woman would be desperate for that hair. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. a bit wasted on you because you don't care that much. Very thick hair, uh, yeah. You desperately yeah. show your legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I can't afford to get it cut is the only thing, so I decided I'm going to grow it out a bit more. Oh, yeah, it looks intentional. Yeah. Well, I had to, I've been having to cut it slightly myself at the oh. where the um, where the sideburns side are, yeah, yeah because oh, yeah. my beard... Because I mostly cut around my chin. Yeah, they go a bit like, very Wolverine-ish. Oh. And also the connecting area is, is a hard thing to gauge you, on a man. Does yours join up? Because some men's don't jo- doesn't join up in the middle. Yeah, I basically does. wear a helmet. Jo- like my hair joins up around the bike. <laughs> my beard grows down oh, yeah, my neck does, and joins yeah. round to the oh, yeah, back of my full, neck. Yeah. Full, there's just like a hole for the ears. I basically, yeah, I've got <laughs> a hole for my ears. You, know what, and a hole you remind my me of a little bit. You know when the little boy from in Jumanji, Jumanji yeah, turns yeah, into yeah. a monkey, that, but he looks more like a werewolf. Have we I've talked I've been regularly about called that before. I think we've yeah. talked about this anyway on the podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it remains true. Anyway, no. So no. no so the answer to that was no. No. Uh, we actually have had, and I meant to. Um, I've meant to do this for a couple of weeks, and I've forgotten. We have had an uh, an email Ooh. from a listener. Oh, is it a correction? It's a stranger. No, not okay, a correction. Good. Shall I read the whole? I'll read the whole thing. 
<laughs> as opposed to well, what's his title? <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to just thanks, Eric. <laughs> some yeah. some internet wieners said something. <laughs> Doesn't really matter what yeah. it is. Only no, no. joking. Um, hi, Robin, Rick, and Abby. Thanks so much for all your podcasts. I recently found them, and they've been making my long commute to work far more interesting. Thank you. I came across this story the other day and thought it might be one you could use. Not not sure if it's a bit too much, but cer- certainly made me think. Shit, that's crazy. And then oh, oh I... he sent me a, he sent a link, and mm-hmm. then he said, "Best wishes, Rob." And then I opened the link. Well, what were you going to say? Virus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I just he cl- somehow closed the company. Yeah. <laughs> and you got did were you Rick rolled? Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing this back. Yeah, I wish it was actually because it's worse. Um, what were you gonna say? Were you gonna say something, Rick? Um, I liked what he said um, before he said, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" Oh, I uh, thought this might be a bit much. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like, always a good warning sign. Yeah. yeah. So first of all, my first warning sign, <laughs> like it's a Necronomicon, we're all gonna go mad for reading. <laughs> yeah. The fir- my first warning sign was that it was a link to the Daily Star, yeah. which already first <clears> I'm like, this is probably. Did you work for the Daily Star? I did Rob? work experience oh, okay. making up stories yeah. in the, at the Daily Star, um, but uh, yeah. So he said it is a it is a crazy story. So he's mm. right. It is shit. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> um, the headline is woman chopped off lover's penis with garden shears during bondage sex. I read. I think I read this story. It did you? Yeah. Seem like a very long story. No, I mean, there's not much to it. I think it happened... Where did it happen from memory? Russia, I think. Oh, no, wait. Made that up. Argentina. Um, that was a bit racist of you. Yeah. Just, you just assumed what, it would be as mad as someplace <laughs> like Russia. Yeah. Racist against no, the know. Russians. Only some she of the whitest people <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Okay, so here's... There's some pictures to go with it, so... Oh, no. She's the penis chopper offer. So she's... Can someone she, describe her for the listeners? She looks she's like... very um, white and blonde. Lana Del like, Rey. No, yeah. she doesn't. No, she didn't. She, is that, is that she what looks I mean? like an influencer. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. No, oh, no. not Carly I mean, she definitely looks like... No, but I thought that oh, was the, kind of the, the quirky one with the squeaky voice. <laughs> but she's okay. usually red-headed. Yeah, but this one's blonde. With look. Well, I was going to say with some I don't even know who you mean. No, maybe uh, I don't mean that person. Uh, the oh, first picture is a lot. Oh, fuck. Then there he is. Oh... Um, there's a little black box over his penis. That won't fix what, it. What would have been? His yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Why is there a little black box there? Unless he's like holding it back on as well. There's nothing to cover. Yeah, there's nothing to cover. Well, I think just a grotesque just injury. <laughs> it's just like if you saw a man topless in two little black boxes, cover his nipples. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's yeah, but what they do been to women. Oh, yeah, it's true actually. Yeah. Some more with the shears. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe it. What are the details of the story? Why oh, yeah. she so the, the details of the story are he posted some revenge porn oh, pictures of her online. Mm. Deserved. Deserved. Yeah, deserved. So if it's a real story, <laughs> he got he got what he um, so around basically she cut off around ninety percent of his penis and, and a testicle. Gee, um, I think <laughs> a I don't think she like look at him. I don't even think she would have had sex with him in the first place. That's why I find it quite. Well, she probably would have done if she... Um, you do don't know that he's not got a really nice personality. Well, he hadn't, has he? Because he put a, the pics on... Yeah, but she's not exactly a winner either. Don't yeah, forget, she fucking cut his cock off <laughs> <laughs> with garden and shears. And that was valid. She <laughs> should have had every right to I do feel, that. Yeah, I feel like they're actually quite... I mean, I'm not saying an eye for an eye, but it's almost the same. <laughs> <laughs> Reap what you like, sow, bitch. Yeah. 
Um, um, yeah, I don't foresee them even coming together in order for him to have revenge porn, but maybe he obtained it in some mm-hmm. shady way. Well, clearly yeah. he's a shallow man and she's absolutely mental, so they might be mil- like, <laughs> made true. for each other. Also, there's a bit of an age gap. Not that that necessarily means like, anything, it, but there's it, a 14-year it, age gap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. yeah. And if the story was, I'm not, I'm not playing the the, the, the ridiculously sexist card. Of mm. If this was the other way around, but if say she'd put pictures of his cock online and he'd cut a fucking like her <laughs> vagina off, <laughs> like it's a mu- it, like there's it's kind of oh man, just had his cock cooked off. That's kind of funny in a weird way, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's double standard. Yeah. There's a specific but historical context. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, I think one of the first, like, can you believe that stories I've read? I remember being about 12 years old and reading a story about a woman in China who cut her husband's cock off and tied it to a, a balloon with helium and then just let it go. was a woman who cut it off and fed it to pigs. So, there, like, yeah. there is very similar things. Yeah, there is one. It, this story mentions L- Lorena Bobbitt, who I, I guess is... She chopped off her husband John's penis with a kitchen knife in 1993 before throwing it into a field. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. The thing is, like, it's not a it's not a, a heavy organ, and it's not turgid when it's detached yeah. from your body. So yeah. throwing yeah. it, it throwing it would be quite difficult. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, she <laughs> she threw it into a horrible field, but... word you could have used. <laughs> what turgid? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there we go. So thanks very much, Rob. You fucking sicko. That was a good story, Rob. Yeah, it's good though. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, should we do our own stories now? Yes. 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 Okay, great. What is the mood of yours, Rick? A, l- a little bit creepy, a little bit mysterious. Oh, a bit already. Mm-hmm. What about yours? Mine is. Um, oh, God. Uh, Don't you have a connecting story from last week? Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this. Um, segments into last week's story so you don't need to know last week's story for this one to make sense in case someone's just like go back and listen to the last episode yeah but you might as well listen to last episode it was good let me Mm. just try to even remember what last week's story was I'm going to do a little bit of a recap Tonya Harding ah yes give us your titles then Um, oh god why do I not write titles mine's silent but deadly oh that's good that's a fat Um, joke yeah we got it we got it um Mine is uh <sighs> <laughs> it's, well, mine's just blank. Loud, just and, loud and harmless. Just, uh, without <laughs> throw some words without, out there. Uh, without saying what it is, I find it really hard to do these um uh, I find it fascinating that you've worked in journalism for so long no, and you're I just like, what the, the hell problem. is a headline? No, but I think the headline, in news, a headline says what it is. Yeah, I suppose. So a headline says, woman cut man's cock off. Yeah, it doesn't say like, oh, a, a dangerous affair. Um, or, you know, like, yeah. but our Actually, that's quite good. That was quite good yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, but I, but I have to think for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so... Something. I, it, I uh, God, it matter. these kind of headlines <laughs> I put on Twitter that uh, sometimes I just put these headlines on Twitter because I don't have a story to back them up and see if a national will buy the headline <laughs> off me just to prepare. <sighs> so the other day I put on Twitter, um, it's it's political madness gone correct, which any paper can run about yeah. any result of any election because then they can just be like, oh, the madness is over now. Now, now it's. Yeah. And that's oh, all yeah, right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like mm-hmm. £10 ONO. Yeah. And now you just got to fill in the gaps. 
the well, entire you know, article. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. just that's spell the headline, yeah. yeah you supplied true. the headlines only. Yeah. Well, I think Rick should obviously go first so we can yes. end on your lighthearted note. Yes, okay, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, sorry, my phone's going off. Oh, <laughs> put it on airplane silent. How much of the Crown season three really happened? <laughs> Thanks, BBC. Oh, that was just like a text from Beth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I she does ask me. She, like, we've been watching it, and she goes, "Who's he?" And I'm like, "Oh, Harold Wilson." She goes, "Tell me everything about him now." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know anything about Harold <laughs> yeah, Wilson." I've heard of him? That's it. <laughs> I'm seeing the same yeah. thing as you. Um, so this story takes place in <clears throat> in America, and um, the American listeners might be more familiar with this, but you guys might not be. I feel like you might be happy. It's a bit in your kind of spooky, spooky yeah, wheelhouse. I feel like I feel weirdly competitive now. Like I want to, I want to be like, no, I know, I know, I know. So it takes place in Mattoon, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 1944, uh, September 1st. So the war is coming to a close pretty soon. Um, so on the 1st of September 1944, Mrs. Kern Kearney of Marshall Avenue is in her house and she smells a strong odour um, at around 11pm in the evening. It, well, it's just 11pm, isn't it? <laughs> um, she doesn't fuss because she thinks like she's got her windows open and she thinks it's just like the the body of flowers. Sorry, I hit someone else's mic. The body of flowers that's outside the window. Just hit a man called Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, Mike. <laughs> um, so yeah, she doesn't pay any attention to it and she's in the room where wherever it is. Um, and she starts to lose feelings in her legs Shit. and becomes weak and unable to move and paralysed from the waist down. Um, what, that quick? Like, like almost uh, Yeah, just... over a course of minutes, I assume. <gasps> so she's out screaming. Having a stroke, obviously, uh, I reckon. And her sister's in the house, whose name is uh, Miss or Mrs. Reddy. Um, she's married to a different man, I assume. Um, so she, like, quickly... She can smell it too, and she realizes it's coming she can from. Smell it too. Yeah, she realizes it's coming from outside the house, and she's like, "The windows are open. Let's close the windows." So she closes the windows. Smart. At the same time, um, Bert Kearney, who is obviously Mrs. Kearney's husband, who is a taxi driver, is coming back from his shift at about. So it's about half an hour later. So over the course of half an hour, she's paralyzed, and her sister's coming like saved her. He's returning home from his shift. Um. And he sees a dark figure outside the window of his house, um, who he describes as um, a tall, thin man dressed in dark clothes with a tight cap and a flit gun. And a flit gun is like one of those um, pesticide things you see in oh. cartoons, you know, where it's like two barrels crossed yeah. and one pumps and it, it sprays like out a, pesticide. Not a plunger, but yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like a plunger. Yeah. Um, and he gives chase, but is unable to to get this dude right um uh, the police come a call to investigate the scene um and the kind of story that's put together is um that miss kearney had like a large sum of money in her house from something right. and her and her sister had been counting it um in the daytime to check it uh, and they said that chances are that if someone looked through the window they might have seen it so okay so and it's plausible. The pl- it is plausible. The story gets out, uh, and the local newspaper runs it. But they run it, and he like so. The thing is kind of important. They run it as um, the first victims of the gasser. Oh. Um, but um, once this story is run, the police obviously look at the data, and they find out that um, just the evening before, 
um, two separate complaints had come in. They were very similar. So um, there was a man woke a man woke up in his bed, um, coughing like violently, and he was like vomiting, and that woke up his wife, uh, and he was being sick, and she was like. Oh, um, the gas, the, it must be the gas from the oven. Go and check the pilot light quick so the house doesn't explode. And he couldn't because he's vomiting all over himself. Um, and Why then didn't she fucking do it? She could, she was paralysed from the waist oh, down. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lazy like, bitch. Yes. Um, and then also, there's another, st- like, another complaint come through of a woman who heard her daughter crying and coughing, having a fit in the other room. And she was like, oh, I need to check on my young baby. The, the woman described as a young mother. Mm. Um, so, I guess it's like an infant. Um, and she can't get out of bed either. She's paralyzed, so all she can just hear is her infant crying in the other room. So, oh um, it isn't even the actually the first attack. Let's let's say, um, but so over the next three weeks, there are dozens and dozens of cases where this is all happening. Um, all these stories are coming through with usually involving uh, some kind of unusual smell, someone being incredibly sick, uh, vomiting. Uh, paralysis from the waist down and usually in recovery like burning lips um, is a weird thing that comes after it um, isn't that a band? the burning That's the flaming lips yeah. <laughs> yes um, so like this is this is kind of becoming an epidemic like something something is going on here um, the first real evidence comes in the case um, on the 5th of September so four days later by this point, there's been quite a few. It's happening to a couple of people a night, and it's not located in one area. It's all across across Mattoon. Um, so, 10 p.m., Kyle and Beulah Cordes, um, they're returning from the home from what, whatever they've been out doing, like dancing, shindigging. Um, and they found on their porch as they're arriving back, they found a small white cloth that said roughly the size of a man's handkerchief um, next to their screen door next to some footprints Beulah uh, smelt it and her lips started to burn and she started to feel quite oh Beulah's a woman Beulah yeah right okay um, not a woman's name to me Beulah so yeah it's not, a, it's not it's like Morag isn't it it's not a, like a, it's not a mm. gen, genteel lady's name yeah. but yeah so Beulah has a big old sniff on it <laughs> um, yeah and she felt like she's going to be sick and then so she, again she reports it to the police and her argument is that they have a dog so there's nothing inside the house and her claim is that they were going to use whatever the gasser was going to use this on the dog to get into the like into the house and do whatever he's doing. Um, the police are investigate across the street. They find um, a skeleton key, a well used skeleton key, like like directly opposite their porch. Why did that creep me out so much? Why a skeleton key is so inherently scary? Yeah. yeah, I love, I love. Yeah, you know, like it's described yeah. as a well-used skeleton yeah, that's key. Like, what it was, like. Um, and also, you also in bit, even though you shouldn't in your head, you picture it made of bones. I think. Yeah, like well, I bones. do with like a skull at the top. <laughs> yeah. um, and also, um, like footprints again. Footprints are found quite a lot of the scenes, um, and an empty tube of lipstick. Um, which I I wrote down because I was listening to the radio when I wrote it down an empty tube of toothpaste and then I had to go back and I was like no no no, no. that's irrelevant to the story my only assumption is that it must have been kissing Kate Barlow that's uh, the only thing that makes sense to me well I don't, I don't think it is I don't even know what that is but that's no, a crazy story for another time either. someone who is listening will understand that reference that's okay. good <laughs> um, we'll, we'll leave it at that um, 
so yeah, in a bunch of the bunch of the crime scenes, um, torn screen doors, uh, you, you know, like they're yeah. found as well, and on windows, those are found broken. Um, the public are really starting to freak out, um, so the FBI are brought in, uh, and the chief of police has to start issuing safety warnings um, to deter citizens from carrying guns. Um, so, like one of the big one of the big contributors to the panic is that. Um, the male population was quite a lot of them were at war so it was mostly just oh, women shit, in this town yeah. like left just kind of on their yeah. own um and one of the last so there's 25 victims of what became known as the mad gasser of my the mad gasser of matoon or is it the matoon mad gasser something like that mm. the mad gasser of matoon um there were 25 victims uh and only a couple of them could give descriptions the last one uh Bertha Birch, um, she described seeing the the Mad Gasser, but described her as a woman dressed to appear as a man. <gasps> and at her crime scene, um, they identified like women's shoe footprints. So um, basically, this is ramping up now, and because women are poisoners, so they are women are poisoners. Be, it could be. You know, you could kind of extend that mm-hmm. into women being gases. Gases. As well. um, so, like, yeah. So, what is kind of interesting is it, about it is that no one gets injured at any point. Um, no one seems to be harmed. No, there doesn't seem to be any sexual assaults that are re- re- reported in relation to this. Um, but people are becoming freaked out because it's been going on for like three weeks where mm. a couple of times a night this is happening to various they, members when they can't walk they can they recover and they can eventually walk yeah they can yeah. Yeah. yeah um so eventually it's getting to such fever pitch in Matoon um that the chief of police just has to they have to start issuing statements saying that it's not a, a mad gasser going around gassing people um let me find here um so it would calm people down effectively they have to create a new story so that people will stop going it's and basically false reports that don't match don't match the mo of what people have been reporting um so the commission of public health he said this is quite bad um he said that there almost certainly is someone going around gassing people um but everyone should stop overreacting because no one's been hurt yet and it's not that bad despite the fact that probably waking up paralyzed and vomiting is yeah. quite bad yeah um, also just knowing that someone can can do it yeah terrifying, it's terrifying. Then yeah. they could do so much yeah more. but whoever and this, you don't want to be the first dead one yeah, yeah. Some, someone might be the first dead one and whoever this war dodging pencil neck is <laughs> being like you women have no right to be terrified yeah. um but then the chief of police takes it one further and says um there's absolutely no way that it isn't there's an individual doing this there's no individual doing this um and he says uh it's just a reaction because there's a chemical plant quite close by and it must be chemicals coming from the chemical plant so both of these theories do kind of work but also don't kind of work um the the public health commissioner like so they both kind of imply that there's like hysteria going on Mm. um because there's women involved i assume um it is backed up though because uh, choking and vomiting weakness and paralysis can be a sign of hysteria can be like a um a manifestation of it when it when it really grips um although it doesn't account for 
any of the evidence found or any of the eyewitness testimony. Yeah. Um, and the chemical plant. Um, so there is a, there are two chemicals that can cause that exact type of reaction: uh, carbon tetrachloride and trichloroethylene. Uh, can cause these effects but the company which has like a really classic like 1940s pulp name which is atlas imperial chemicals like a made-up chemical company um not only did they say that they didn't produce any of those chemicals in the Mm -hmm. quantities that it would need to go into the town and affect town Mm -hmm. members on top of which none of their employees were suffering from it um the company was cleared by the board the board of health oh, to be right. like it's definitely not it's them. them yeah um so the only well the the remaining uh, theories is that it was a mad gasser going around randomly gassing oh. people or people think aliens um but that's it it was never solved it just stopped oh, after that in- like that's i bet so infuriating. if they looked yeah. at like f- what fertilizers were common in that time i bet you could make that gas from fertilizers mm-hmm. and i bet yeah, I bet it was a person yeah. doing it. It must have been a person doing it. Yeah. Squidging it through the window. The Squidging it window. through the window, pump, yeah, like pumping it for yeah. a little... Pss, pss. Yeah. Maybe to steal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think if yeah. it was a, a, like, from what I know about having been forced to watch lots of grim documentaries, mm. Mm. Um, if it was a raper, they would have escalated, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have, like, gassed them either, like, rapists don't do that. No. No. Well, I and mean, like, too, college rapists do, but not yeah. serial rapists. It, and it's, yeah, it's too much of a, you You wouldn't know for definite what you were going to get, what the result was going to be. Mm. Yeah. You want, And you want them, you'd want them paralysed, but not vomiting. Well, I don't know, mm-hmm. it depends what gets you up. Yeah, like, rapist. in the media, it's like, one of the things that cause a hysteria a lot of like psychologists said afterwards is that the newspaper ran with the headline the first victims yeah. which very strongly implied there will be more yeah. and it will be oh, yeah, that's you true. lot yeah. Yeah, so there we go yeah unsolved that's mystery good, of the mad yeah. gasper yeah. of mattoon yeah mm-hmm. well done congratulations um cool you know what i've realized as well recently is i've gone first so many times recently I think it's because I keep coming with really grim stories. Mm. Yeah, you um, do. You need so, to dial it, yeah. dial it back. Dial it. <laughs> yeah. like a well, this one's 12 fine. to like a seven. Yeah, mm. this one, this one's not grim. Okay, it's actually there's elements that are very uplifting, and then some elements. Mm, that some grim weird. elements yeah. after that. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, right. So to recap on last week, um, you might remember I did um, the story of US figure skater Tonya Price, who mm. um, was is mostly well more well known as Tonya Harding. Um, this story intersects with it intersects with it um intersects with it yeah um it's like if that story another story fucked and had a baby yeah that's it yeah intersect yeah um yeah so but it's a different story Mm -hmm. okay so uh yeah so this is the story of um saria bonnelly anyone heard of her No. no okay great so, um, she was born in Nice, in France, mm-hmm. en France. Mm-hmm. Home to um, the biscuit. Yeah, what? <laughs> nice biscuits. Nice biscuits, yeah. I heard a really, uh, it's not a funny story, but so today- To called nice biscuits. Someone, I thought they were called nice, until yeah. I was Til today just. years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, somebody uh, um, tweeted like, what's the funniest poverty story that you've got? And I was like, no, no. <laughs> Fucking tourist. Funny to me. <laughs> um, but someone had, someone had tweeted that they went to buy some Nice biscuits, mm-hmm. which I until now thought were called Nice biscuits, and um, their card has declined, and they're forty three p. That is that is bad. Anyway, so it's funny because they just wanted some biscuits. Yeah, just it like, wasn't like we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she's born in Nice, France. Um, on the 15th of December 1973 her initial initial name was Claudine um, and which she had for 18 months um, but then she was adopted by Suzanne and Georges Bonnelly wow. I was for a second I was like what would possess ch- parents to just change, change them I'm bored of this name after yeah. 18, You've a better 18 one. months yeah. uh, no she was adopted and um, renamed um, Surya so Surya is an Indian name. I'm probably saying that wrong, sorry. Um, but her parents aren't Indian. They're white, mm-hmm. like white French people. And Surya's black. So it's kind of a bit Meet of in the middle. mix. Yeah. Oh but they just, like, spent a lot, yeah. <laughs> they just spent a lot of time in India and loved India. And they mm. originally planned to adopt an Indian baby and then didn't. It's basically just so. the same as white people who call their babies India. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it is, but it's. Do Indians call India, India? Do Indians call India India? Yeah, I don't know actually. Like yeah, well I mean I mean yeah, and to me always to me, but I don't maybe. And Hindi. Yeah, Hindi is a main. There's multiple languages, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So I guess what else is there? Pashto or is that Punjabi? Yeah, yeah, Punjabi. Yeah. Oh well, this can be one for Abigail. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> you deal with that. We don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to do it off the top of our head. Like she can, she can do this. Um, uh, yes. So um, we can guess at the end. In mm-hmm. fact, let's do that. Uh, yeah. So um, she was really sporty as a kid. Like mm-hmm. she just loved sports, and she did loads of different sports. Um, she she excelled as a gymnast, and she was like a top level gymnast, like a junior gymnast mm-hmm. as a child. 
Um, and at the age of twelve, age of eleven, sorry, she started figure skating, which oh, is yeah. the start of how the story intersects. Intersect. She also got her knees bashed in. No, but don't. Try, she had she had her knees improved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was the first woman to have bionic knees. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, from a young age, she was really competitive and she did, like, above and beyond what was expected of her. Mm-hmm. Um, she had this coach called Didier... Gulligay? Mm, Gulligay? No, that's definitely not it. By Didier Gulligay? Didier, I'm pretty sure about, but... Gulligay. No. Guillermo? No. I don't want to see it because it's pilot. Yeah. Um... Don't matter anyway. She really impressed Didier, the coach, because mm-hmm. um, she was like athletic and she was fearless as well. Did she? Eh? <laughs> so oh, I was just yeah. thinking of Didier, yeah. and then a Canadian Did might say, Didier? "Yeah, I don't know." Oh. It was a bit of a leap, but <laughs> yeah. if we got a Canadian listener, been they'd enjoy Canadian, that. That would have yeah, worked perfectly, but shit. no, she's French, French. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she. In 1988, she it was the first time that she competed. Um, in the uh, Junior World Championship, mm-hmm. and she placed fourteenth, which is not a bad, Rubbish. you know, in the world. Dog dirt in the world. <laughs> <laughs> not not bad. Um, you're number one or your last. Well, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, but she continued to improve really quickly. And bear in mm. mind, you know, shit. This was probably. Let me think. Let's let's do some quick maths. She was born in 1973. All right. Um, I was it was 31 years ago. Oh, that's good, but no. Uh, <laughs> that's um, good. Yeah, that's yeah, good, well done it? you, but no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remembered my age. <laughs> yeah, she was born in 1973 and the competition was in 1988, so she, what would she have been, 14? 15. Yeah. Maybe it, yeah, it depends. Yeah. Depends. But around the yeah. mid-teens. Mid-teens, yeah. Um, the same age she placed, 14th. Yeah, exactly. Rubbish. But she, <laughs> she improved really quickly. Um, and in 1990, two years later, she got the silver medal in the junior junior champion championship. Second. Um, May yeah. as well have been 14. May as well, yeah. What's, yeah, yeah. What gold is it? But that sweet, was, sweet gold. Well, that's what that's it. So she was she was so driven, and she really mm-hmm. wanted to get a gold, and she wanted to be the best. Um, she always you'll have heard this before. Last week, she always scored very highly on the technical mm-hmm. ability. Um, but she would often lose points on other elements. So she was considered not that graceful. And she didn't fit, obviously, because she was a black skater and mm. just none. Um, she didn't fit that stereotype of like... So there's two... There's two stere- I, I've done, done a bit more research about the stereotypes that you had to be. And one of them was like um, like a princess. Yeah. And one of them was like a, a little cute, you know, like cute as a button like a, thing. And she was quite pixie skater. Yeah, yeah. No. Even the blocks, even the blocks had yeah, to be had a to princess. Be, yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, but she, yeah, and she was quite because she was quite athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't fit that stereotype, um, and and because and she was black as well, probably. Mm. But you know, the judges would never say it's, that. It, but it, it's just it's fundamentally bizarre that yeah. one of the judging categories would be. Like, like the character, flair you, or style yeah, or whatever. like yeah, yeah it's obscene, they call it something, isn't it? but they mean you have to, yeah, We've, you have to be yeah, a certain type of person. Like, imagine if like Andy Murray won Wimbledon, and then they just said, yeah, but you fuck ugly. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you lose no, points because you're Scottish. Yeah, like, yeah, graceful. Yeah. So, but you know, nevertheless, she continued to do really well. Um, and in 1991, she qualified for the for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So, let me just fill you in on a little bit of a, some backstory. And it seems the case with a lot of like very successful sports people, especially when they're not in a team sport; they're in a, an individual competition. Mm-hmm. Just like Tonya's mum. Um, Saria's mum was always by the side of the ice, like making her do stuff, interfering a lot with the coaching. Um, and Didier, her coach, was like, "Stop interfering!" Yeah, it was, it was really getting his nerves yeah. like all the time. Um, so um, yeah, and her mum would encourage her to practice moves that were illegal to perform in the competitions yeah. that she wasn't allowed to do. Um, the robot are like. <laughs> the hip back thrust <laughs> oh backflips oh yeah that makes so, more sense I just yeah. thought it like <laughs> yeah. violent hip thrust <laughs> like hypersexualized <laughs> too much um, yeah so she would so she could she could do stuff like backflips because mm-hmm. she'd um, trained as a gymnast, uh, gymnast yeah. before um, but there are certain certain things that are banned like there well there are certain types of ways that you do figure skating so you spin like on the on the spot and mm-hmm. in the air, um, but you don't flip. Like flipping is not one mustn't flip. No, one mustn't I guess because if you fuck it up, you could die instantly. Probably, maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it's just not. And it maybe and maybe it's just like not part of the culture of that sport. So you, so it's just mm. you, you know, like that's not that's not what we want from professional skaters. Or well, not professional because Olympics amateur, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um, so she, yeah, Saria was always her mum was always in, encouraged her to do these, practice these things that she wasn't allowed to do in a competition. Um, once she was practicing for the Olympics, so this was in 1991. Um, she was practicing for the Olympics, and all the skaters or a few skaters were on the ice at the time in a practice session. She landed a backflip that was really close to uh, Midori Ito, who was another skater, mm-hmm. uh, a Japanese skater, and Midori means green. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's a good look. Fun fact. Pe- oh, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and the officials were like, don't do that again. And she was like a bit pissed off because she was like, I wasn't even like doing anything, you know, like, like I just did didn't. Didn't even me? <laughs> yeah. Didn't even do a flip. <laughs> it was her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we saw, we caught it on film. Yeah. The world's watching. It wasn't me. No, it was else. Yeah. Um, you just turned the camera upside down when I was in the air. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So she was like a bit, a bit pissed off and like, um, and also, they said don't do it again, but it wasn't for a safety reason. It was because mm-hmm. she, they were worried that she would intimidate the other skaters in the practice sessions, like Fucking just by hell. her physical presence. Not, not you know, yeah. <sighs> <Fucking> snowflakes. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, so she's just really pissed off. Um, she'd been on course to win a medal at these Olympics. Um, so Midori Ito had underperformed the one that she intimidated. Mm-hmm. Um, Tonya Harding underperformed as well. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan made an error um, that caused her to lose some points. She was on a snowboard. Yeah, <laughs> like a major. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and her coach had said, "Just do do a really safe routine mm-hmm. and do it well, and you'll be you'll get." your place first like just do the routine that we practice the safe routine with you know just the do these steps and execute them perfectly um which she knew she could do um but she 
really wanted to push herself and mm-hmm. the coach was like if you push yourself and do something that i've told you not to do i'll quit um and she, and she's like ah fuck it so <clears throat> it's like you did here oh did here more like don't here yeah don't uh, yeah. here do it yeah here. <laughs> yeah um, he's French, again he's french canadian in yeah, this joke. Yeah. <laughs> um so what actually happened was she became the first woman to attempt a quadruple toe loop in competition mm-hmm. which she'd done a lot in training and pulled off successfully however um in oh, the competition Lord. she yeah mm. the jump was not fully rotated um in the air and she had to do the the remainder of the rotation on the ice um so she lost major points for that like in a big way because scoring the scoring is always based on how well you perform the things and mm. then how hard they are not how hard they are and then how well you perform them right mm. um so you do better doing a safe routine and, and executing it perfectly than doing a like ambitious excellence routine rather than out. yeah because yeah, otherwise exactly. everyone would just do all the mad shit badly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah she finished 11th overall um, so she was really upset. Her mum was pissed off. Didier's um, out. Didier walked off. He's like, yeah. I fucking told you. Yeah. And there's an interview with her afterwards where they're like, um, Saria, what's what's happened? Like, your coach said he was going to quit if you did that, and you did it, and you fucked it up. Um, and she's like, That horse was horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professional <laughs> journalist. Say it quite that way. <laughs> yeah. um, but they do like crowd, crowd around yeah. her. And it's, like, Who you are you? Where are you going? Yeah. yeah. And she's like a bit freaking out. Um, and he's been like, Murder. And he's off. He's already gone. Long gone. Buffer. He's off. Um, and she's, and because and she's still quite young at this point. I don't know mm. what, how old she would be. This was, this was two years later. So she's, what, 16 maybe at this point? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so she's just kind of like you can see her freaking out a little bit, being mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I don't know what's happened. Like, I don't know what." They were like, "Is, he, is he still your coach?" And she was like, um, "I don't know. I guess not." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So for after that, she was coached by her mum. Um, oh God, that sounds like hell. Yeah, yeah. until September nineteen ninety two, she got this um, guy um, Frank Carroll, who was a really good coach in America. Um, but the French Skating Federation said you can't use an American coach like we're opposed to you training abroad so she wasn't allowed to do that ridiculous Um, the French do hurt the Americans though yeah they do yeah Um, so then she used this guy instead called Alain Galetti who was excellent but based in Paris and she was she lived in Nice Mm -hmm. Um, so her entire family moved her to Paris basically um, like four times a week um and she and the, her mum just filled in the rest of the time. Um, so she went to the 1993 World Championships in Prague. She got silver um, against uh, behind uh, Oksana Bayul. Bay- Bay- Have you heard of her? <laughs> yeah, but only from the film Bloods of Glory. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so I think she's Ukrainian now. I might have just made that up. I think but, so. Um, yeah, but what was frustrating for her was that she had, Saria had like significantly better technical content, like mm-hmm. w- was like, incre- like incredibly m- more like advanced, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, so, um, so she did seven triples, a triple, triple combination and two triple Lutzes and by all just did five triples and didn't even attempt a jump combination. So I don't know what a lot of that was. I said, but the Keep point is, yeah, the point is, she kept it very simple and she she mm-hmm. won. Um, and at this point, uh, yeah, 
um, Saria was really upset because she felt like she deserved that. Mm-hmm. Um, then, um, yeah, then comes the 1994 Winter Olympics in Lillehammer, Norway, which you might remember from last week. Um, so Nancy Kerrigan had been off from an injury she sustained by being whacked. By being smacked <laughs> in the knee. Yeah. yeah. So she was, she lost valuable training time. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was he- she was healed enough to compete, but she was under-trained mm-hmm. um, and she nearly hadn't... She had a full she, cast on her leg. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. She was yeah. skating. <laughs> but like they nearly hadn't put her on the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other ska- the other US scales were like, yeah, give Nancy a go. So fine. Shit in it if you miss it because they go, there's four years time. And by the way, you're an yeah. athlete, so your career is basically yeah. like yeah, over. Exactly. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Tonya Harding um, was there, but she was like buried under loads of press speculation at the time, mm-hmm. and like it was all going nuts. Um, and uh, but um, Saria performed really badly, so she it was her chance to to again at the Olympics. She performed really badly. She had two misses. Um, including a fall and she finished fourth so it's just not going well for her each time she no. gets, she's getting close sometimes like she's all, you know times when she really sh- has a chance to win gold mm-hmm. and she's not getting it someone's beating her every time um, or not every time she does win some golds but um, she in 1994 um, so that same year she competed in the world championships again um, her final overall score was equal to um, uh, Yuka Sato, who was a Japanese skater, um, and there was a tiebreaker situation. What, what and did they make him do it again? No, no, Ask, I don't really know. Trivia. I guess they just discussed it a little bit more and like decided who was going to be the winner. Yeah. Uh, so Yuka Sato uh, won, and at this point, she'd had it so many times where she felt like she was being penalised for not fitting this stereotype yeah. that she. Um, stood beside the metal platform instead of on it and um she eventually did step onto the platform but she took her medal off um after it was presented to her and the crowd was like booing her like Mm. it was awful um and yeah and i think at that point the judges i think the judges in the judges defense they would always say that she her moves were excellent but before she did anything any kind of jump or anything what <laughs> before she did anything she would just shout her own name <laughs> and it was really distracting yeah. <laughs> like she would say jump <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really stop doing yeah. that you got, you got yeah. really, you're so close that, if you can just control yeah. that one thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she um she just hesitated every mm-hmm. time before she did it so in gymnastics you would before you do a move you like set yourself reset, set yeah. your balance and then do it whereas in figure skating it's supposed to look easy and natural mm-hmm. you're never supposed like to do fluid. that yeah fluid exactly because um, it's supposed to look like a dance mm. um, where you just happen to be flying into the air a load of times yeah um so the, that's what the judges will always say about her like if she could just master that and not do that then fine so okay you can give the judges a benefit of the doubt i suppose she had a couple of okay years where she competed okay um but then got an Achilles injury, um, which was really bad. Um, she, Do you mean a metaphorical Achilles injury or no, an literal a, Achilles? An, a, yeah. yeah, literally her Achilles tendon mm-hmm. got injured. Um, so 
she goes to the 1998 Winter Olympics and she knows that she's not going to be able to do her routine because mm-hmm. she's too injured. But she's um, it's in Nagano, Japan. Uh, I don't know why I added that. Um, so um, yeah, she yeah she's like basically I'm in agony. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even do the jumps. Like I can't land on the leg that's injured or anything like that. Um, but but there was one thing that she knew she could definitely do. Get her tits out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, would be sixes all around. Yeah. <laughs> um, she knew because she'd practiced it loads that she could do a backflip, uh, which had been banned since 1976 Ooh. from competitions. So you weren't obviously allowed to do backflips. Um, and she was like, "Fuck it!" So she just went. She did it. She did a backflip and landed on one skate, and it was like. It's you can watch it. It's really impressive, mm. um, and all basically all these things I'm saying are all on YouTube. Um, yeah, she obviously got a deduction for mm-hmm. doing an illegal move, but she knew that her career was over by that point. Yeah. Uh, like her Olympic career was over by that point, um, and she was pleased with herself anyway. And she and uh, and everyone was like, all the crowd fucking loved it. Like, fucking hell, yeah, yeah, everyone was like, yeah. so up for it. Like. <laughs> Um, Imagine how good it could be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so she fin- she actually finished tenth, which wasn't actually that bad. Oh, you think you should like go out and just do everything you want and just come dead last? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what she felt like yeah. at, at that point. Um, yeah, and she retired um, after that from like amateur competing, mm-hmm. you know, the Olympics and stuff. And then she did some professional skating that was like, uh, you know, like different types of nice, yeah. beautiful professional skating. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, for her. yeah. Now, whenever she's down, she just thinks I'm just going to do a backflip. Yeah, yeah. Like, your Amazon delivery is alert. Backflip. Yeah, backflip. <laughs> she, the weird thing is, she's still because she was so young when she was competing, and she's all a of young these people, woman. She's still, yeah. yeah, she's yeah. still like I think she's well. She's born seventy-two. Yeah, so, uh, so oh, 70 probably something. nearly fifty now. Mm, like, I thought you were saying what was she like seventy-two. Seventy-two. Let me say she was born in seventy-two. Seventy-three. Seventy-three. So fifty or something. What? No. Like forty-seven. She's not an old person, no. right? Yeah, yeah, not. It's like all. a regular aged person, yeah, a person, regular just person going around, <laughs> exactly, just, just with her previous life stuff, being like, yeah. back flipping. And yeah, um, all she got, all those, she got those points in it because she held her boot at someone. Oh, that would have been <laughs> just judge, just behead them. Beheaded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I yeah. just like absolutely love uh, a sports personality to absolutely lose it in yeah. a way like that, like. Yeah. Like John McEnroe, but less like less obnoxious. Yeah, because that because that's too much. Like, like arrogant. Man. In like tennis is basically a fur game. You've got an op- opponent yeah. you're playing against. Yeah, yeah. There's no, so, there's yeah. no judging involved. And it is, it's it's yeah. quite American to argue with a referee. Yeah. Um, but just to take your bladed boot off yeah, and, and, and it, to ski- it. yeah would yeah. be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now she does a lot of coaching, and in the documentary that I watched about her, she. Went to a like predominantly black um, like skater um, what do I call it school mm-hmm. skating school um, and was like uh, black and Hispanic and was like uh, this was in America and she was like teaching them the kids that they could like that's good yeah be whatever they want to be so yeah there, there you go. go so it's quite uplifting really wasn't it after all yeah, that was, yeah good for yeah, her yeah. good oh, underdog story because she I think about like all good sports documentaries are films. Is that they always lose at the end, but they mm. achieve what they wanted to achieve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she, in Rocky, which is get brain damage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, really yeah. had his eye on that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, mood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yes. Cool. Good. I thought I was going to add something one. then, but I didn't. Uh, I think it was going to be a joke, but Is I'm it, quite tired. You're going to announce your career well, as a figure, a figure skater. skater? I think, obviously, I've done two figure skating stories in a row. I obviously, deep down, want to be a figure skater, mm-hmm. but it can't happen for me now. Beth and I oh. have spoke a lot about doing Halloween costumers, um, the two male characters from Blades of Glory. Oh, um, it, like obviously, she would be the blonde, elegant peacock yes. one, and I would be like the other oh, way. <laughs> yeah. um, That'd be fun. And yeah, yeah. we still every year like, oh, we should really do it, but we have to put so much effort in. And I think Beth wants to make the costumes. Oh yeah, and I can't so. And it's not something you're just gonna have. You know, like you're not gonna have that stuff in the. No, like you, you know, have to go get really sequins and. Yeah. You can't just like oh, some shorts will do. Uh, yeah, it like won't. it won't work. Yeah. 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 Um, should we have some corrections? Uh, sure. I just wanted to confirm the the Madagascar of Mattoon is correct, not yes. the Mattoon Madagascar. Not oh, that, that I, makes yeah, any I think difference. I even had it written down. I think I just panicked, just got stage um, fright. Yeah. And then got gas fright. Um, you guys tried to make me look up every language spoken <laughs> in India, and I do have them, um, but they're difficult to pronounce, and so as punishment for you <laughs> making me do that, I thought I would have use of some mm, of them. I see, and then pass them over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it? Indian? And no, <laughs> you can't take that one. No, there isn't an Indian. Oh, is there? <laughs> of course there isn't Jesus an Indian. But I just thought you were going to sweep in oh, there and say the ones that are like really English. easy. English. Yeah. <laughs> English is one of them, though. I mean, not on the list, but it's. Presumably, yeah, they speak yeah. English. Yeah. Um, Hindi is mm-hmm. one. Shall I just read them all? Yeah, go on. Uh, Bengali. Oh, oh yeah. Rima's yeah. going to kill us because she's oh, Bengali. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ma- Marathi? Marathi? You know, I, I don't know if the accent helps. I think, yeah, I well, know. the thing is, whenever... It's got a good whenever intention, you, hasn't like, it? Like, literally, whenever I speak to an Indian person, I'm like, you could at least try with the accent. Um, but it does feel like I'm taking the piss. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. For, for everything that's happened in the past couple of years, yeah. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Urdu, Gujarati. Mm. Oh, Urdu. Yeah. Uh, Punjabi. Mm-hmm. Kashmiri, such an obvious yeah. one. Um, Rajasthani. Rajasthani. Yep. Uh, Cindy, uh, Assamese or Assamia. Mm. Uh, Maitili and Odia. Oh dear. I feel like I knew more well, of them than. Than you thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. sure. well, a lot of them are just regions of India. So yeah. not yeah. just, obviously. I apologise, Indian listeners. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, yeah. That was good. You've alienated so many. I, I didn't mean to say like just regions of India, but just yeah. just it's as simple minutes. as. Um, I, the I, I sometimes think about this. This is a quick non-aside. Mm. Well, it is an aside, but it's just pointless. Um, like, say we had regional. Well, we have regional dialects in England yeah. anyway, um, and like some places have them, like Scouse or like Lancastrian or yeah. Manc. Yorkshire doesn't have one. Don't have what. Don't have what? It doesn't have <laughs> no. a name for its regional York Yorkshire. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Or Leeds. It's yeah. got a Leeds accent. I think it probably does have a name, but we just don't. No yeah. one uses it. Or Liney. But you are right, though. Yeah. yeah. I think part of the reason for that is York Yorkshire accents are actually quite, broad. quite varied. Yeah. 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 And 
I think I'm at, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before. I don't think I have. Um, have you tried to look it up? Yeah, well, it says it's just called the Yorkshire dialect or just Yorkshire generally, yeah. but people also say Yorkie, which frankly I find oh, disgusting. Yeah, I no. That's no. horrible. Get out of town. Or tyke. Which tyke is even worse. Sounds, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a fish. And that sounds more northern, I mean, like, like... Yeah. Like but, northeast, yeah, yeah like like, like a borough might speak tyke, yeah, yeah, yeah. A monkey hanger, is yeah, that what they call people from borough? Didn't like any of those options mm. anyway. No. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember my uncle once was in an airport. I think it might be in Amsterdam. I guess it was Schiphol, and the name of the airport. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he heard someone talking, and he was like, "Excuse me, are you from Horsforth?" And the guy was like, yeah? And it was just like quite obviously the Horsforth accent, which yeah. is just like a town. And it, ha- it must have a population of about 20,000 people. But just like he could tell that that's... that's so yeah. yeah, he's from Horsforth. You, you, can, can, tell you can tell from, yeah. you can tell from looking at like him, though. The really camp voice. Yeah. yeah. On a bloke it is, on a lass yeah. it's quite... No, it's quite awful. ever. Think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, do I know what's happening right now? But that's currently where I live. So. Oh yeah, you yeah, do, but you don't have a yeah, you have a Lancastrian accent, don't you? I mean, no. yeah, because yeah. I'm not at Cumbrian. Cumbrian, yeah. 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 Technically, Barrow has its own Barrowian, it? yeah, because it's oh, such Barovian. a weird specific it, accent. Yeah, and it's sort of like not that it's out on its own, but it sort of is like yeah. as, a, as a place. Yes, yeah. yeah. So you can you can you yeah. can hear it as an accent. It's just a mix of like five different other accents really it's mm. just like some Yorkshire with some Lancastrian with some Cumbrian thrown in there just like sometimes you say a word and it's like a, it's pronounced totally different to how I would pronounce it and yeah. I yeah I can't really think of any examples that of one time wild, so. you guys revealed to me that you you didn't say Tret as the past form of oh, tree yeah. that really blew I my think, mind I, wait I, what I think, <laughs> I think did I say I didn't say Tret Tret what the yeah. fuck are you guys say? yeah when you Tret someone real nice <laughs> Oh, you, you treat them. Treated. treated. Yeah. yeah, it is treated, tret, but, I, you, but we said tret. I would understand tret, though. I would understand tret, but it's like I'm trying to think of another example where you might. You would accidentally shorten it thinking that it was like a similar to another word. But I, whenever I say like a past tense form of a verb now, I always like check myself to make sure if it ends in a T, I'm always like, I I wrote burnt the other day and then I erased it and wrote burned instead. (laughs) Yeah, learnt and learned. Yeah. But then I think learnt looks like it's written wrong because it's just R and T. But then if you say learned, you sound like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, you know, I learned English. I guess you that. But then you can't say I learned English. No, that's definitely worth. Yeah. Should we um, uh, finish this? And oh then yeah, and then we should another episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. save some of this yeah. chit chat for Breaking later because I want to talk about those two leads lasses off goggle box because they make me laugh. <laughs> oh, I love All them. Right, yeah. Um, it's cool. a crazy story. Right, what should we? Thank uh, you. What should we do with this? Thank you. Thanks. Thanks to producer Jada who. Is edi- I think she's editing this episode, so thank you. Thank you. Uh, you were thanked. <laughs> thanked her. Um, thanked. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanked. <laughs> um, thank you to the listeners for listening. Um, nice one, bro. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at his crazy mm-hmm. story or on everything else at the overtake. Really do follow us on Instagram though at his crazy story because we like. 
we Jada well, Jada. Work I was going to say, I, kept good, yeah. I, I was going to be like, we go to a lot of effort, but then it's no. Jada, does it? It's Jada. Um, and the, there's pictures from each episode. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> you should see the, yeah. the pictures of the um, the mad gasser of Matu. Well, we will, won't we? we like, often we they put him in like a gas mask to make him oh. or to make what, her creepier. Yeah, because so, yeah. like, you know, yeah. people have mocked it up, up a few yeah. times. Yeah. That's fine. I was um, really confused as to what the fuck. I was like, is this a bit? Like, no, no. Yeah, no it's just, Wait till you see the pictures of this person who's yeah. never been caught or identified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, bye then. Yeah. Bye. Bye then, then in that. Bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.